In honor of Valentine's Day, I thought it would be fun to explore a book by Dr. Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. I was first introduced to the book about five years ago by my brother. He had read it and thought I would appreciate it as well. To be honest, I didn't read it. I didn't want to. I was afraid it would tell me that I had to be someone I wasn't in order to make my relationship work. At the time, things were kind of rough between my husband and I. We had only been married for a few years, and we were still working out the kinks around how to cohabitate. Prior to getting married, we dated through a distance relationship. Every other weekend, or at least when we could, we'd alternate taking the two-hour drive to spend the weekend at the other person's place. Once married, we discovered that living under the same roof wasn't all that easy. You see, we're both type A personalities. We're both independent, stubborn, sometimes hostile, impatient, and somewhat controlling individuals with a lot of ambition and drive. When you put two type A personalities together under one roof, tempers flare and sparks fly from time to time. It's pretty much inevitable. My husband and I didn't know our personality types going into our marriage, and even if we had, it probably wouldn't have changed anything. Nonetheless, putting two type A's together is challenging. But it is a challenge that we have been and continue to be committed to sharing. It's not always easy to figure out how to collaborate and run a household together. We don't always even remember that we're on the same team, but we managed to come out of any squabble still grateful that we have each other. Although my father seemed to remain singed a little longer than his. My name is Jen Stickney, and I'm the host of the Simply Authentic podcast. I just wanted to take a moment to share my deepest appreciation for all of the listeners out there. Your support has been amazing. In less than a year, I've recorded over 50 episodes, 10 hours of material, and my episodes have been listened to in all over 1,500 times. I'm proud of this podcast, and I'm extremely grateful that you've chosen to share your time with me. We are all on a unique journey of discovering our truth within, our authentic self. It's my hope that this podcast may provide a different perspective or something to ponder from time to time. If you like what you hear on the Simply Authentic podcast, then please take a moment to share this or any other episode with others. Though our experiences are unique, we are all in this journey together. My husband and I can look back at our earlier years and laugh at how often we butt heads when we were first starting out, but it wasn't very funny at the time. And don't get me wrong, we are not perfect now either. It's still a work in progress, but... We are a hundred times better than we were because we're both committed to learning how to do things better. We have a better understanding of why things are difficult sometimes, and we have more compassion for one another and the emotional ups and downs that we experience. We're better at talking things out. We've grown up together. And now, thanks to Dr. Gary Chapman, we're learning how to fill each other's emotional love tanks so that we can both feel fulfilled and loved in our relationship. Dr. Gary Chapman is the author of many books about marriage and family, including several other titles in the Five Love Languages series. He speaks to thousands of couples at marriage conferences nationwide, and he hosts two nationally syndicated radio programs, Building Relationships and A Love Language Minute, currently airing on more than 200 stations. A lot of what he shares through his books is based off of over 35 years of pastoring and marriage counseling, as well as 45 years of marriage to his wife, Carolyn. Dr. Chapman and his wife have two grown children and currently live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where he serves as a senior associate pastor at Calvary Baptist Church. The information he shares in his books is simple, yet can have a profound impact on any relationship. I'm not an affiliate or associated to Dr. Chapman or his book in any way. My opinions are mine alone. I'm simply sharing it with all of you because I think it can provide a shift in perspective that many of us need and for which we have been searching. It's the missing piece, so to speak. 
According to Dr. Chapman, many of us in relationships, and this includes you if you have friends, parents, spouses, children, siblings, or any other humans in your life that you care about, we try to express our love for one another, but we fail because we're speaking different languages, and we don't even have a clue that we're doing it. After 35 years of experience as marriage counselor, Dr. Chapman has heard it all. In fact, he's heard it all so often that he noticed a pattern, that everyone he counseled had a love language or a primary way of expressing and interpreting love. He also noticed that people are strangely drawn to those who speak a different love language than them. We all have a love language and we will typically fit primarily into one of the five key categories that he identified. They are as follows. Words of affirmation, Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults, on the other hand, can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. Another one of his love languages is quality time. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says, I love you, like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there, with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby. This makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, and the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Another of the five languages is receiving gifts. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture for you shows that you are known, cared for, and that you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring you the gift. A missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Acts of service is another one of the five love languages. You may be wondering, can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? The answer is absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear are, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell those with this language that their feelings don't matter. And finally, the fifth love language is physical touch. This language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. So why do the five love languages matter? We all need to feel loved. We all have our own emotional love tank. When it's full, we feel content, secure, and loved. When it's empty, we feel frustrated, alone, threatened, angry, and totally unloved. What makes one person feel loved may not make another person feel loved. And that's why these love languages matter. Here's an example. Let's say Paul spent three hours building a bookshelf for his wife, Marie, because he really wanted to do something nice for her to show how much he really loves her. All she wanted was 10 minutes to talk. It seems to her like they never talk anymore. She feels isolated and alone and she's frustrated. He doesn't understand why she's so unhappy and she doesn't understand why he's so distant and inaccessible. They're both speaking in different languages. According to Dr. Chapman, we all communicate primarily with one of the five love languages. Some of us, once aware of the five categories, may be able to easily pick out our primary love language. 
Take my husband, for example. Even before reading the book, we accurately had him pegged with physical touch as his primary love language and words of affirmation as a close second. Others of us, like myself, may not be able to discern our primary love language without help. And actually, I appear to be some kind of anomaly because I don't have a primary. Four of the five categories came back the same for me. I'm not entirely sure what to do with that just yet, but for now at least, I guess that means that my husband has options, and pretty much anything he does will help fill my tank to some degree. Once you understand your language and the language of your partner or spouse, the things they do or say start to have different meaning for you. Even if acts of service is not your primary language, but it's one of theirs, you can start to appreciate the things that they do for you. You'll start to see them differently. Your emotional love tank can start to fill up even if the other person isn't speaking your language. When they go out of their way to speak your language, it has that much more impact. It's moments like these where we can start to communicate that can have a life-changing effect. The book makes all of this easy to understand, and as you read it, you'll begin seeing your relationship, even past relationships or those of the people you know, with a whole new perspective. Words that once rang empty can be filled with meaning. People who seemed worlds apart can suddenly seem so close to finding true love right in front of them. Speaking the right love language can make all the difference. At the beginning of a relationship, love is exciting and it's easy. It requires very little effort to feel loved when you're in love, because your partner seems so perfect. It doesn't matter how you communicate in the early stages because everything you do says, I love you. And then reality begins to set in. You start to see flaws and annoying traits in one another. True love doesn't look so true anymore. It feels like work, and part of us still wants to believe that love is easy, or at least it should be, because it was before. Making sure that the one you love feels loved requires commitment, understanding, and effective communication. The Five Love Languages is a New York Times bestseller with more than 5 million copies sold. The book is filled with simple yet profound moments that will make you think, aha, I get it. You'll be more motivated and more confident than ever that the relationship you've always wanted is truly possible. Love really does exist. Maintaining healthy relationships is a daily and lifelong pursuit. Even without reading the book, you can find out your primary love language right now just by going to www.5, the number five, lovelanguages.com and clicking the quizzes menu item. Select love language to start the quiz. The quiz can be completed in a matter of minutes and the book, which provides a lot more information, can be read in about four hours. Well, at least according to the length of the audiobook version I have. Through the book, you'll also learn how to recognize someone else's love language, even if they haven't taken the quiz. This is incredibly helpful in any situation, at home or at work or while out with friends. The insights you will gain from Dr. Chapman's book won't fix a struggling relationship overnight. There's still plenty of work to do, but by learning the other person's love language as well as your own can give you the power to improve your relationships for the rest of your life. We only get better at the things that we practice. So if you haven't already, I highly encourage you to get the book or borrow it from your local library or your favorite digital platform like Hoopla. At a minimum, at least take the quiz to learn your primary love language and then have your partner or spouse do the same thing and start communicating. Learning your love language and that of your spouse, children, friends, and other loved ones could be one of the most important things you ever do for yourself and your relationships. Love this episode? I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
When you do, you help me to reach more individuals just like you who are looking for a shift in perspective or to discover their own truth within. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Jen Stickney, using Adobe Audition, as well as tools available at Anchor.fm, your one-stop shop for all of your podcasting needs. Thank you.